The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with host Victoria Moran. Victoria is an author, inspirational speaker, and a certified holistic health counselor and vegan lifestyle coach. She's here to entertain, educate, and inspire you on your journey to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Now, let's get this party started. Here's your host, Victoria Moran. Happy Hanukkah, joyous solstice, Merry Christmas, fabulous Kwanzaa, and may 2016 be your best year ever, because this is our last show of 2015, the wonderful year in which the Main Street Vegan Podcast won a Vegan Media Outlet of the Year Award. We are so, so proud of that. A shout out to Vegans Are Cool out there in Australia for that wonderful honor. So we're doing something very special today for our holiday show, our year-end show, and that is that I really am having a Christmas party. Because sometimes I'll say to you, there's somebody sitting right here at my dining room table, but never before have I said, there are five people in addition to myself sitting at my dining room table, and they are wonderful. I'm going to tell you about all of them in a moment. But you know what? You are also invited to be part of this party. And by that, I mean that we are asking all of our live listeners to call in. And if you do, because tis the season to be giving, we will be sending every caller a present. And you know, sometimes online people say free gift, and they mean a one-page downloadable PDF of something or other. And gosh, I've learned a lot of amazing things from one-page PDF downloads. But I'm talking about serious present, like something you can read or even something you can eat. So please call in, and here are the numbers, 888 558 
800-684-6489. That's our toll-free number that's good in these United States, 888-64. Wait, I screwed up. Okay, Jeff, help me out. Yeah. Okay, 888-648. Are you going to tell me the rest, Jeff? Okay, I'm going to start all over. 888-558-6489. Now, the non-toll-free number that you could call from anywhere, I actually have memorized. That one is 816-347-5519. Again, 816-347-5519. So call with a question, call with a wish for 2016, or uh, call with a tip of, of how you do vegan holidays. What's it like for you to be a different drummer, diner at this time of the year? Now, speaking of this time of year, some of my guests and I just returned from a visit to Santa. Now, you may have heard the rumor that the big guy himself, I am talking Chris Kringle, St. Nick, Father Christmas himself, has gone vegan. Well, having just visited with him, this is what we found out. He is actually claiming to be plant-based because, you know, on Christmas Eve, there's going to be all that cow's milk and all those cookies that people are leaving out around the world. So Santa is plant-based and and his doctor up in the North Pole has told him that his cholesterol and his triglycerides and all his numbers are so good so that Santa, who has been around hundreds of years already, will be a healthy plant-based eater for hundreds of years to come. You heard it on the Main Street Vegan Program. Now, I'm going to let you know who is here sitting around my table making my season festive. And that is um, an entire family all the way from South Africa. The mom is Lynette Cowie. And I know Lynette as a wonderful image consultant online. She can tell us about that. She's also a graduate of Main Street Vegan Academy. She is here with her mother or her mom, since they're from South Africa, Joy, who went vegan after Lynette went through the academy. So Joy went vegan at the age of, may I say this, 68 And she also has her two lovely daughters here, and Joy's granddaughters, Isabel, who is a blogger, the vegan whisperer, she's 13, and Lillian, who is a budding YouTube star, as Lillicution at 11. And interestingly enough, and I hadn't even planned this until I realized that it had worked out this way, I also have sitting next to me at my lovely table here in Uptown New York City, the wonderful Marion Haley Moss. Now, Marion has done hundreds of amazing things in her life. She started out as an actress, and you may have actually seen her 
in the film Lovers and Other Strangers with B. Arthur and, and Diane Keaton. And now Marion is an activist and a children's book author. And she has written a book called Nala the Little Elephant. This is a coloring book with the illustrations by Mark Chalvin. And what's so interesting to me is that Nala, the little elephant in this book, is an African elephant. And our other guests have come from South Africa. Is that cool? And here's something else that just happened. We're in the elevator in my building, and I was telling Marion that the other guests are from South Africa, and a total stranger in the elevator said, wait, who's from South Africa? I'm from South Africa, and we've lived in the same building since 2008, and I never knew this about her. So I believe in Christmas miracles. I think they're all over the place. So I'm actually going to start with you, Marion, since you're sitting next to me and I'm looking at your your lovely, lovely book, Nala the Elephant. So welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. It's so great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. It was great to be at your book launch on Sunday. So tell us how you went from being an actress to being an animal-friendly children's book author. Well, I don't know. I guess it was just destiny. But I uh, started this meditation, um, the Kuan Yin meditation, and it was required that we uh, be vegan. And um, when you're vegan, you start realizing uh, what goes into... Hello, that's a doggy here. Uh, what goes into... Um, you know, the usual diet, and uh, I don't know, when I feel I just have to do something, I start riding, and my friend Lois knew about elephants. We were sitting in her dining room one day, and she was telling me about elephants. I hadn't known, you know, continents away and everything. I usually focus on uh, farm animals or cats and dogs, and I, oh, I said, oh my goodness, we have to write something. So we wrote uh, um, children's book. I wrote two more, and uh, kids would say, "Can't we color your images in the book?" I said, "Oh my goodness, we should do a coloring book." And so, this is how Nala, the little elephant coloring book, was born. Well, it's a charming book. I read it in the subway on the way home from from the book launch the other day, and I was just smiling ear to ear. You know, when you smile so much that your <laughs> cheeks hurt. You know, something really, really sweet is going on. So just tell us a little bit about what's going on with elephants and how we can help them. Well, it, uh, as far as the images are concerned, it's uh, Mark Chalvin. He's a marvelous um, he's a marvelous illustrator that's based in Paris. And I've done nine books with him, and I've never met him. But he just gathers. It's interesting because he is, thank God, bilingual. And so he understands, you know, what you intend um, uh, to say. As far as elephants go, little Nala is uh, hopefully uh, a, mm, an elephant that will um, have a good life because so many of them, um, their mothers are being poached by, and um, their tusks are very valuable, and it's... Um, uh, they're bought a, a lot in China, but I read uh, the other day that China, because of all the activism, um, China is buying less, but still in India and Thailand, it's really um, a high market. 
and um, there's an elephant killed every 15 minutes. Of course, this isn't in the coloring book, but coloring book's a little more positive because Nala has an ideal life, you know, and uh, she does say in at the end there that she has feelings just like we do. Sometimes she's happy, sometimes she's sad, sometimes she's worried and scared, and then we say, you know, um, that sometimes bad people like the poachers take away their tusks, and uh, at the end it says, you know, please tell everybody not to buy ivory because it uh, hurts the elephants. So if uh, the activism that's been uh, positive and helpful in China, if it can continue on, uh, elephants will stay. Otherwise, in, they say in about 20 years, uh, they will be extinct. And you know, uh, every animal uh, contributes to our ecosystem, and so it affects us even though they're continents away. And uh, that's why I was motivated from my friend Lois Meredith to write these books. Well, they're they're beautiful, beautiful books, and it's a sweet, sweet story for anybody of any age. Now, we actually do have a copy of Nala the Little Elephant to give to someone. I know that 99.999% of our listeners are listening to the podcast, but if somebody out there is listening live and uh, there's a, a child on your holiday shopping list, just give us a call. Uh, 816-347-5519. I'm not even going to try that 888 number again because I don't want to mess up. You know, I want to look good. Uh, <laughs> so um, please give us whoops, please give us a call and um, we will have that available for you. And then, Marion, tell us where other people can, uh, can get the book. There's a wonderful website called Elephantopia, and it's run by a, a young woman who's an elephant activist, and she partners with a lot of elephant rescue places. Um, The uh, website is called elephantopia.org, and she is uh, Elizabeth Chitwood. And little Nala, the proceeds, if you um, want to buy Nala for uh, gifts and what have you, the proceeds will all go to a unfortunate little uh, elephant called Kavala who lost her mother, from poaching. But on the other hand, Kavala is pretty lucky to have Elizabeth at her, uh, at, you know, championing, championing her side. Oh, that's wonderful. And if you just heard some sort of um, noise, that was my lucky rescue dog who has been trying to be on everybody's lap around this table and uh, knocked off the microphone and whatnot. But you know what? This is life, and yeah. we love it. So he must be vegan. He's got so much energy. You, you know, he is just about. I have said on this show before that I had a very healthy a vegan dog before, and I know that dogs can be vegan. I personally would not have a vegan cat. Some people do. There, there are some uh, problems uh, potentially with, with that. But Forbes was so picky that I had a hard time getting him over. But, you know, he's there now, and, and the foods that we use are um, Ami Pet. Uh, he act, He's very picky, Forbes, but he likes the Ami uh, dry food and uh, canned food. And then sometimes, you know, I also cook for him because, you know, we're part of a pack. So thank you so, so very much. The book is Nala, the Little Elephant. 
by Marion Haley Moss. We're going to take a little break right now and kind of juggle the earphones and the microphone and come back with our wonderful South African family, three generations of healthy, happy, beautiful vegans. Stay with us. you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet, and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. listening to Main Street Vegan with Victoria Moran. If you have questions or comments about today's topic or any other area of interest, we invite you to follow Victoria underscore Moran on Twitter or email her at MainStreetVegan at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, back to Main Street Vegan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our very special holiday program. So, I think that because we're introducing a family, why don't we start from the matriarch and uh, 
and and go that way. You showed up on this planet first, so you can show up on the Main Street Vegan Show first, Joy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, I, I have your information here, and I don't have a surname, so tell us your full name. My name is Joy Louise Bouchier. It's a French French name, but uh, I don't claim to be French. <laughs> well, it's always good to have a little... Fr- I try to dress French and don't claim to be French. So we have a little something in common, and we can ask your very fashionable daughter about that. So I know that, that your daughter, Lynette, went vegan first. What caused you to make the changeover? Well, I must say... When I heard rumblings that she was thinking of being vegan, I thought it was a bit of a fad or, you know. But um, when she came back from your place and fully informed and told me, I just couldn't ignore the facts and I went vegan straight away. And, And that's amazing because this was age 68 and, you know, those of us who are in the uh, over 60 uh, decades, it, you know, we get kind of set in our ways. We've been doing things for a long time. Did you just do this overnight? I did do it overnight. I must say it perhaps wasn't the easiest way of doing things, but uh, it was well worth it. And have you noticed anything in your health or your attitude that's different? Yes, um, I've got loads and loads of energy. Um, I feel more at peace within myself um, and empathy with all things and compassionate and um, it's just the way to go for me. Ah, that's, that's really beautiful to hear. Thank you, Joy. Thanks for being with us all the way from, from Cape Town. That's quite a trip. Now, if, if anybody does want to call in, um, 816-347-5519, some of the things that we have to give away, we have, as I said, the copy of Nala the Little Elephant, and we also have quite a few other wonderful, wonderful books. I'm seeing um, Letters to a New Vegan, uh, Robin Asbell's Juice It!, uh, the wonderful classic by Anne Cottrell, Free Animals, Nature, and Albert Schweitzer. We also have a copy of the Satya Magazine Special Anniversary Edition. So it's not a magazine. It's a book. <laughs> and it sells for $20 on the newsstand. But um, you can get it if you... Um, are able to call in and just say happy holidays to us. And then the other thing that we have to give away, and again, if nobody calls, we will be making this available to podcast listeners at the end of the show. But we got a call from a company called Michelle's Granola. And a lot of people say, you know, I make this vegan food and try it. And if you like it, tell people about it. And, you know, who would turn down free granola? This stuff is amazing. And in addition to granola, original, pumpkin spice, ginger, hemp, cinnamon, raisin, they also make a toasted muesli. Now, muesli is generally raw oats with nuts and dried fruit. It was invented by Dr. Bircher Benner back in, in the olden days of the health spas in Germany and Switzerland. But there's something about the raw oats that just seem a little bit like you didn't quite do enough to them. And when I tasted this toasted muesli, 
Oh my gosh, I was in breakfast heaven. So what the lovely people at Michelle's are offering is the whole shebang, all those cereals that I mentioned, full-size bags, to the first person who calls in, 816-347-5519. And anybody else, if you want to go to michellesgranola.com, and that's one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-S, granola.com, at any time, whenever you're listening to the show, and put in the code MAINSTREET, with all capital letters, you'll get a 10% discount on the wonderful toasted muesli or any of those great granolas handmade in small batches in a wonderful company that offsets a whole bunch of people's carbon footprints by having a wind-powered bakery. Very, very cool. So a great holiday shout-out to Michelle's Granola. And I am going to be entering that code Main Street and getting myself a whole bunch of toasted muesli, put some blueberries on top, a little ground flax. We'll have all those wonderful antioxidants like Dr. Michael Greger was talking about on last week's show. How could anything be better? Well, something can be better, and that is talking to amazing people that I admire so much. So I am going to look to my right at this moment and introduce you formally to Lynette Cowie. Lynette, as I said, is an image consultant. She is a certified vegan lifestyle coach and educator, a conscious blogger who says that she's feeling blessed and getting wiser by having her mother, whom we just spoke with, and her two lovely daughters, whom we'll be meeting in a moment in her life. Welcome, Lynette. Thank you, Victoria. It's so lovely to be back in your lounge. Well, it's wonderful to have you here. You are such a globetrotter. I know when we met originally, you were living in the Middle East, and now you're back in your home country of South Africa. So how is it being vegan in all these different places? You know, I think that coming here to to America and seeing all the lovely uh, food offerings, but a lot of processed food offerings, I think it's quite easy anywhere in the world as long as you are whole foods, plant-based. So uh, you can find an apple wherever you are. Um, You can find your lovely greens to eat and so forth. So it makes it really easy to be be vegan wherever you are as long as you are not totally tempted or need to be run by the processed foods. (laughs) I get it. So talk a little bit. I know that by profession you are an image consultant. You're a fashion person. So tell us some of the the trends and, and some of the vegan fashion tips and ideas that you have for this holiday time and for the rest of the year. Well, I must say, you know, we were, we were walking around yesterday and we were in Times Square and we were doing a bit of shopping. And I did say to my, to my family that it's amazing to be vegan actually does, for me, limit your choices. Um, and I think that's the most wonderful opportunity ever because I think we need to be much more discerning in our shopping no matter what time of the year. I think we get swept up at this time of the year, particularly wanting to just buy, buy, buy. And uh, we've all actually made a conscious decision not to go into any of fast fashion um, outlets. Oh, good for you. Yeah. And we are just sticking to the, um, the, the department stores, which hopefully do have uh, better ethically sourced goods. And we buy in less. And I think that's, um, I don't think that we need to buy nearly as much as we do. 
and it actually has been feeling really good. I think we've all really enjoyed that. So I would say more discerning is the way to go. Oh, that's wonderful. So what is your very favorite item, fashion item, that you have found since going vegan? Oh, I think it would have to be the Gunners bag. Oh, the Gunners bag. Yeah. we got to have her on the show soon. I actually met her uh, yesterday at ah. the Columbus Circle Christmas Market. Yes. And uh, Sugan. And she is absolutely delightful. And she's doing some wonderful, wonderful work and some wonderful designing. Her bags are lovely. They're very lightweight. Um, they're beautiful shapes. And I got the Madison bag in a lovely cognac color just for the for the winter season. So I think she's doing amazing things. Oh, that's true. She seems to have a bag for every mood, which yes. just appeals to me completely. Oh, that's lovely. Well, I, I need to get over there, too. There's so many holiday markets. You discovered the uh, holiday market at Bryant Park as well, which is very, very vegan-friendly. Yes, yes. We actually just stumbled across that. It's near to where we stay in. And um, we were most surprised until we heard that the, uh, the guy that runs it is, is vegan himself. So yes. he's looking after his tribe. <laughs> yeah, there are amazing things there, um, not to mention some food that is quite, quite yummy. Mm -hmm. So I want to be sure that we get your daughters in, Lynette. So yes. let's kind of move around the table and, and uh, start to talk with them. So um, before we do that, what's your blog, Lynette? My blog, I've actually got two, but um, everything can be found on StyleRevivalist.com. Tell us that again. Style Revivalist. StyleRevivalist.com. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, around about January, I kind of feel like I'm in need of a style revival, so that's a good thing to know. Now, you are sitting next to another wonderful blogger, and that is Vegan Whisperer Isabel, and you're on uh, Instagram as Teen. Vegan Whisperer? That's right. Okay, and I'll put all of these URLs uh, onto the show notes so that you can find those and follow everyone. I'm just going to lean over here a little bit so that we can hear um, Isabel. So what caused you to start blogging? Well, I've always loved writing. I actually want to um, be an author when I'm older. And so I wanted to find something that I'm passionate about to write about because I believe that when you're passionate about something, then you can write even better about it. And that happened to be being vegan. That's a wonderful thing. So I know that your mom was first with the vegan. How That's old right. were you when this happened? I was about 11 and how did you respond? I mean, you'd been living for 11 years eating what everybody else ate. Were you <laughs> shocked or how, how did it go with you? Well, um, actually, earlier in time, um, there was a vegetarian girl in my class. And I had asked my mom to be vegetarian. My mom was open to the idea, but she, um, concerning for her children, um, had said, but where will you get your protein? So you then, didn't. yes, can you believe it? <laughs> I was one of those parents. <laughs> but then, um, um, fast forwarding a few years, she got into the vegetarian and vegan thing, and I was very, very keen to also get on board. 
that. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. So did you find, was it the animals that were your primary motivator? Yes. And then later I found out that it was good for my health too. Oh, that's great. So in your school now, you said that you have one friend who's pescatarian, that's vegetarian right. plus fish. And other than that, it's just you. And my sister, yes. Okay. So do you have support? with your friends my grade is actually very supporting um a few of the boys will make a big deal out of it but none of them are mean and yeah i found all of my friends are very supporting about it oh you're lucky in that way yes and then you have all these fans on your blog what do you hear <laughs> from people around the world responding to what you post um well, I find that some of them, a girl actually came in contact with me um, through Instagram the other day, and some of them are wanting to transition, but their parents aren't supporting of the idea. That's pretty difficult, and I understand, just like, you know, your mother was, where do you get your protein? Because we're all so schooled in that. It's <laughs> funny. It's like when you hear the same thing enough times, you think it has to be true. I think there's um, a lot to be said for um, letting teenagers know that they can they can not have sympathy for their, 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 their parents, but actually just understanding of their parents, where they're coming from, because I think the parent is, uh, they want to do right by their children. So it's just a new education that needs to happen, and, and maybe it's the youth that do need to educate our generation. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that I think doing programs at school for parents and children it is such a good thing. Yes. So I just I want to make sure that um, we, we bring Lillian into the conversation. So um, Lillian is 11. How are you, Lillian? I'm good. I'm glad to have you here. So you have just started um, performing, presenting on YouTube. Tell us about that. Well, I... I we, when Izzy and I came up with the idea of like having a blog or um, YouTube channel, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it," you know. And then she started hers, and I just needed to get my head my head around the whole idea of like what exactly I'm gonna say and like how I'm going to present it. And then after a while, I, I felt like I needed to do something like to actively see that um what I'm doing. And so then I found that my strength lies in more YouTube, not. Um, blog writing, and so I started my YouTube channel, Lily Kishan. And and we spell that L I L L Y C U T I O N. Yes. And you were inspired uh, by someone to get that name. Who uh, came up with the yes, name? Yes. Um, Carolyn Scott Hamilton, the Healthy Voyager, um, gave me the name, and so I was like, yes, that's a perfect name. Well, that's pretty perfect. So, what do you talk about in your YouTube videos? I do like different things so I can appeal to a wider audience, you know. I, I do answers to, like, I've done a few videos on, like, answers to questions that need answering. Like, do vegans get sick? You know, everybody thinks they're, like, immune to everything. But we're human, too. So um, I did a video on that, being vegan at school, you know, because to help to help the people who are struggling with people at school who, you know, might be a little bit mean or judgmental. And so I did that video and... You know, for for adults or kids, non-vegans or vegans. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, I heard that your sister does get more support from her peers at school than you do. What's your experience? 
Yes, I'm not quite sure why, but her grade just seems to be more, you know, on board with it. And I have a few friends who are like totally interested, and then some friends who, who are just like, you know, that's ridiculous, you know. Um, but I think I think it's so unknown, you know, that some people, you know, uh, are like, okay, now that's interesting since it's unknown, and then some people are like. No, okay, that's just weird. <laughs> so if somebody your age wanted to go vegan and their parents were okay with it, what advice would you give them? If their parents said okay, but they still didn't know what to do, what what should they do? I think t- if you go vegan, you should do it properly, you know, to get the nutrients you need. And so I, I recommend do a lot of, like, research, you know, find the right people like you who can give them what they need and then... You know, make sure you eat enough of the right thing and, you know, uh, do a lot of home food, maybe, like cook for yourself, just because that gets the nutrients directly. And, yeah. That sounds good. And you can tell us all those things and more on YouTube. So I I just um, wanted uh, to ask you, um, Isabel, you're you're in your teens now and teens tend to rebel so what do you think would will keep young people who want to do this on track for the long haul um well i think they need to be passionate about it and um i think really the thing if you're just being vegan for say your health um for yourself you might stray away and be tempted to have the odd unvegan cookie or something like that and see it as a treat whereas if you're doing it for somebody else like the animals you're more rooted i think that's absolutely true i've said many times that even though it's wonderful to go vegan for any reason i know one ethical vegan who has gone back to eating meat i know lots of health vegans who who have gone back so i think you're right on there we have a caller carolyn (laughs) hey carolyn we're coming back to her okay well then i am uh, going to go back to the lovely lynette cowie so for you moving with people in the fashion business, and sometimes that business seems almost ruthless, almost like we are going to stick some fur on this piece just because we can. How do you confront that? How do you deal with that? You know, Victoria, it's actually one of the reasons why after going to design school and, and working in, in the fashion design arena, I actually chose to then go into personal styling because for me it became more about the person than the clothes and empowering people to see that clothes are simply a, a lovely way of self-expression and that they need to shine more than the clothes themselves. So I think, you know, if you if you rooted in understanding and being kind to yourself, um, I think that you are, you know, fashion's not everything. I think it's more about um, reflection of, of oneself and, and and it's your silent communicator. So you are going to hopefully be aware of what you're wearing and um, just honestly bypass all the, all the cruelty in the fashion and choose more compassionate choices because that says something about what you are trying to communicate. 
communicate about yourself. That's so true. I know mm. Joshua Catcher often talks about um, aesthetic irrationality, that if something is beautiful, it doesn't matter what's in its history, and yet we know that its history matters very much. Yes. Now, we're in this holiday season, which is a storytelling season. And so I heard a couple of times today um, you guys saying things like, um, oh, that's a good story. So I want everybody around this table to be thinking of your favorite vegan story to share with our listeners. So while you're thinking of that, I am going to take the caller, Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, Victoria. Wonderful to hear you. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Arizona. Wow, that's a ways away. Well, I'm going to be in Arizona for the uh, Arizona Veg Fest in Scottsdale, uh, second week of January. I hope to see you and some of those other uh, people who have the good sense to live in a place that's warm all year long. (laughs) So that would be great. So do you have a question or a tip or something to share with us? I just wanted to call in and wish you a happy holiday. And thank you for sharing so many wonderful people uh, every week. I don't always get to listen in live, but I listened to Dr. Greger last week. I ordered his book from Amazon, waiting for them to ship it. Uh, but I just uh, I enjoyed hearing uh, Lanny Mulrath a few weeks ago uh, and uh, Philip Wallen. I mean, it's just, you know, it's like Christmas every week with your wife. Oh, that is so kind. And, and uh, Dr. Greger said so many great things last week that that will help you stay alive and vital until your book gets shipped. Okay, so, good deal. So because you're the first caller, you are going to be getting this amazing bag of goodies from Michelle's Granola. So, uh, My mouth was watering as you were talking about it. So. Well, it's, it's going to be yours. So here's what you need to do. Drop me an email, victoria at MainStreetVegan.net, and give me your snail mail address and your phone number, because they ship UPS, so they need the phone number, too. And uh, then they will get that out to you. Uh, and, of course, with uh, Dr. Greger, you know you're going to be putting some berries and some flax in your granola. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound good. I'm a big berry eater, but I haven't gotten into the flax quite as much. But after hearing him talk about it, I'm planning to. Yeah, and you can get a little flax grinder. I got mine just at the corner drugstore, the CVS. It was $10, you know, a little coffee grinder, nut mill. And uh, okay. just um, grind up your flax so it's nice and fresh. And um mm-hmm. Prevents cancer, according to so many of the studies. It's not just a high omega-3 food, but it also has uh, those wonderful uh, cancer, cancer preventive properties. So I look forward to your email, Carolyn, and uh, enjoy breakfast. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, and thanks for calling. Okay. Now I'm looking around the table, and I see... A dog who wants to sit on everybody, but he doesn't have much to say, so he's not going to tell us a story. Who has a vegan story, a little vegan story to share with the listeners? Well, I brought you a book. Oh, uh, here's oh. here's uh, Marion Haley Moss. Uh, I brought you another book today called um, Peace Food and Virgil, the Invisible Elephant, because, you know, 
elephants are vegan, right? This is right. Right. <laughs> so Virgil has made it his um, his mission, right, to try to influence people to go vegan. And uh, he became aware of the family, um, Emma and her um, family, and Eric and um, Peter, who started the Peace Food Restaurant. Oh, my goodness. We're having a little dog <laughs> issue over here. If we were video, you would, be, you would be chuckling, too. So anyway, as they were sitting down, uh, Peter and Eric uh, met the fa- Emma's family, and they all sat down to a brunch, and... Um, uh, Oh, they were having hamburgers, and somebody said, uh, you know, Eric said he heard that uh, cows loved music, and so everybody stopped. And uh, how could a cow love music? And Emma's mother was was a music teacher, and so that kind of made them, they couldn't finish their meal. So they had three or four meals uh, like that, and uh, it got so that they couldn't eat the regular food. And um, Virgil was so happy. And uh, finally, Eric and Peter decided on the thanks, uh, New Year's to open Peace Food. And uh, Virgil uh, felt that his mission was accomplished. And uh, you'll see him every once in a while in the window there. He's invisible, of course, but <laughs> to try, uh, you know, for fun, he, he becomes... You can see him once in a while. Oh, that's so sweet. So you're talking about Peace Food Cafe here in New York City that has two locations. I love it when fictional stories have some reality in them, like when they bring in actual historical characters when you watch Downton Abbey. So that's so cool. Peace Food with Virgil the Elephant, another wonderful children's book and book for those who have uh, a childlike spirit uh, by Marion Haley Moss. Thank you so much. So who has who has another another story? True story? Sweet story? I just have something quite sweet. And that was when Isabel went um, on camp uh, uh, recently on a school camp. I need to phone ahead of time and just make sure that that camp could cater for her as a a vegan. And the lady was so helpful and she was really trying um, to try to sort of piece it all together. And I sent her an email in the the beginning just to say, this is what we do eat. And I focused on that and said, well, we don't eat animal flesh and we don't eat eggs and dairy. And she somehow just couldn't get her mind around that. And she said, but will she eat vegetables? I said, yes, she will eat vegetables. They're plants. She says, but she will only eat vegetables that grow above the ground. I said, no, 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 no. all vegetables. This kid loves all her vegetables. <laughs> and I just thought it was so sweet. You know, what something quite simplistic is somehow, you know, not, not easily understood by some. Yeah. And it's just about... It's about education. It, it is indeed. And there are many different ways of, of doing this. We had a, a, a Jane chef on uh, on the show a couple of months ago, uh, the author of uh, Rainbow Food for the Vegan Palate. And in the Jane tradition, they actually don't eat the vegetables from beneath the ground. But I really like being a kind of equal opportunity vegan. I find that that I feel better when I don't eat gluten, but it makes me feel bad because I want to be able to eat all the vegan food. Mm. But, you know, we also have to honor our peculiarities. Who else has a vegan story for us? 
something that happened to you when you went vegan? Okay, I'll tell one. This is, oh, oh, okay. No, uh, youth before beauty, as they say. <laughs> okay, uh, Lily, Lillian. Okay, so I just have a little story. So, um, I don't, um, no, I didn't mention this. I went vegetarian before I went vegan. So I think, so I have, I have a problem. I have eczema, like, like, like when your skin's itchy and then, so it was really, really bad at one stage before I was even vegetarian. It was like very bad. And then I went vegetarian and I noticed it went sort of away, you know, it would just come up every now and then. And then as some people say, when you stop having milk the big change happens and then i like my eczema is almost gone away it, it comes every now and then because it just happens but i just noticed such a big change after i had cut um dairy out of my diet and it was just <laughs> so nice to just be sometimes eczema free so yeah oh that's wonderful when i was um hmm, gosh 13 and tried to be vegetarian the first time didn't even know about veganism, had never heard of it. So I largely ate cottage cheese and fruit cocktail. It wasn't a great diet, but it was vegetarian. And my acne cleared up. And I eventually got really hungry because cottage cheese and fruit cocktail isn't very satisfying and went back to my traditional diet for a few years. The skin problems came back. So it's it's not a panacea. You know, things happen. This is life on earth. But amazing health benefits can uh, follow making this change. Somebody else have a story? Okay, well, then then I, I get to tell mine. Um, my daughter was was raised vegan, as, as those of you know who, who listen to the show. And, oh, I have to tell you, we went Sunday night to a place in Brooklyn called The Muse, which is a sort of circus performance space. Not circus in terms of animals, of course, but just things like um, wall climbing and, and aerial silks, uh, trapeze, uh, all these amazing skills like you would see at, at um, Cirque du Soleil. And... And my daughter does aerial performance. She also does the wall climbing and, and some other things that are absolutely extraordinary. So we went there Sunday night to see her perform. And she she did a, a drop. It's a thing called an ankle drop that just basically looks like you don't want to live on this earth a whole lot longer. But it's very dramatic. And she did it. And everybody goes, ah! And... <laughs> And then um, uh, Danielle, my lovely assistant that some of you have heard on the show, came up to me later and said, I heard some total strangers saying she was the best. And I thought, yes, and vegan from infancy. Because, you know, sometimes people will say, oh, yeah, those athletes, well, they had all their muscles and stuff before they went vegan. Not necessarily. You can you can build all that muscle on a very vegan diet right now. So we're getting down to our last few minutes, and I um, just wanted to to see what uh, what's on your mind, uh, Isabel. Um, well, this is really a story, but I just wanted to um, tell you of an encounter of mine. Um, since I became um, vegetarian, but also um, even more so vegan. Um, I felt more connected and at peace with animals. 
So I just wanted to share that. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing. And of course, you live on the continent that has the most amazing animals, arguably, on the planet. And I know you guys have lived so many other places in your life that you haven't done as much traveling close to your home as, as your mother and your grandmother have. But I sense some of that is going to be coming up. So tell tell us about this wonderful national park where people go in South Africa. Ah, the Kruger National Park, yes. It's um, a favorite for, for, for many people. And it's just lovely just to be able to see the big five. Um, and, you know, but with the locals, it's, it's, a, it's a great experience. And people are very respectful of their space and um, respectful that they are incredibly wild animals and that you can't take the the uh, cars too close to them. There's been a few encounters of, of elephant chargings and all sorts. So one has to be uh, with a game ranger that knows what to do. Um, but yes, I think uh, we need to treat the girls to that experience quite soon. Oh, and you could invite some of your friends from America too. We yes. would also like it. So who are the big five? So that is uh, the buffalo, the elephant, the lion, and the rhino, and the last one is the cheetah. Oh my goodness! Woo! <laughs> what what a wealth! Yes! How how amazing! Okay, now I said that I like to be an equal opportunity vegan and uh, be open to um, consuming the great wealth of the plant kingdom and not being too picky about that. And I also want to be an equal opportunity gift giver. And I know that we are on the afternoon during the week and that we don't get a lot of people listening live, but we do get a lot of people listening as a podcast. So I want to offer to podcast listeners that you too can uh, get a gift from us. So here's what you need to do. We're going to keep this open only through December 24th. Midnight, December 24th, 2015. Drop me an email, victoria at mainstreetvegan.net, and give me one or two sentences about who you are. Tell me if you're a new vegan. Tell me if you're into health. Tell me if you're into animals. Tell me if you like kind of raw food, cooked food. Tell me if you like intellectual reading. Tell me if there's a small child in your life. Tell me if you're pregnant or if there's someone pregnant in your life. And we will try to send you a gift that would be absolutely perfect just for you. Include your snail mail and your zip code, a postal code in Canada. Can't promise how much out of the U.S. mailing we're going to be able to do. It just depends on how pricey the post office tells us things are. But it would be really fun to be able to reach out in this time between today and uh, Christmas Eve when uh, Santa is going to pack up his bag with all sorts of crudités and fruits and, and nuts, little trail mix. I think the reindeer like that as well and be spreading good cheer. So from everybody here at Main Street Vegan, maybe all of us together could give everybody a great big happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> and as always, and until mid-January, oh my gosh, let me tell you when we're going to be coming back with our first show in January, that will be 
the 13th of January, regular time, regular station. Uh, and interestingly enough, this is kind of our African era. Uh, one of our guests is going to be Isosa E., who is a beautiful American uh, raw food vegan and actress. She's one of the stars of a wildly popular international television show, um, called An African City. It films in Ghana. It's kind of sex in the city for Africa. So she'll be on along with uh, Kimberly Wilson of Tranquility to Jour, Tranquility Du Jour, wildly popular vegan style blogger. She's charming. You will love them both. So please mark your calendars for the 13th of January when we'll be back. In the meantime, joyous holidays. God bless. Eat your veggies, even this time of year. Thank you for listening to Main Street Vegan. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time as Victoria Moran entertains, educates, and inspires you on your vegan journey. This program is sponsored by Main Street Vegan. To learn more about Victoria or to explore training with Main Street Vegan Academy as a vegan lifestyle coach, go to www.mainstreetvegan.net. That's www.mainstreetvegan.net. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful? Spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. To paraphrase Einstein, I can't solve a problem at the level of the problem. The world's great religions tell us to treat others as we would like to be treated. Remembering that thought makes it a little easier for me to become a peacemaker, a bringer of love when conflict appears. When I choose to be a peacemaker, a loving response or sometimes silence replaces the snappy comeback to an unkind statement directed my way. The momentary satisfaction of winning an argument gives way to the deeper satisfaction of helping to create a more peaceful world a world where destructive conflict no longer has a place. Peace really can begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org.
God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tollison, we will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.